Hi everyone, welcome to our executive order. Today we're going to be talking about lobbying in the time of COVID-19 and how important civic engagement is during this time, especially because of this economic recession. It's super important for us to be paying attention to what's going on in our local and state governments. So I'm joined today with Ada and Natalie. All of us have had some sort of experience with lobbying, and that's particularly through Western Lobby Day and Western Intersectional Lobby Day, which are the two events that the Office of Civic Engagement, as well as offices in the Student Advocacy and Identity Resource Center, the ESC and the ESB, uh, put together in order to get students in meetings with actual legislators and able to talk about how they're being impacted by the the bills that these legislators sign or promote or vote on. So I'll pass it over to Natalie if you want to talk a little bit about your lobbying experience. Yeah, my very first in-person lobbying experience was at Western Lobby Day my freshman year at Western two years ago. I had never lobbied before and went to Olympia not knowing what to expect. And luckily with the training that the OCE put on, and I felt really confident going into the meetings with the legislators, the way that Western Lobby Day is formatted is you're in a group with like three other students going into these 15 minute meetings with legislators. So you're not by yourself, which made me feel a lot better. And they really prepare you on the agenda that you're gonna be lobbying on. So I felt really confident going into those meetings, knowing what I was gonna be talking about. And it was really nice going into those meetings, knowing that these legislators are really excited to hear from students. I think students are honestly like a breath of fresh air to them after meeting with like more corporate lobbying kind of people. So they were really excited to hear from us and really like the insight that I gained from this experience is really like we are their employers and it's up to us to share our opinions and our feelings with these legislators so they know like what we want them to lobby on because we're the ones that voted them in and we're the ones who they should be representing. And lobbying, I also realized goes beyond this like in-person lobbying experience that you might like you might have had lobbying experience and not even realized it was lobbying. Um, like if you've ever called a legislator or emailed them, that is all forms of lobbying as well. And it's uh, really a lot easier and less intimidating than it's put out to be. So um, I had a great experience at Western Lobby Day and went back again last year and felt even more confident in those meetings. Um, the trainings really are a great overview and really set you up for success in those meetings. Ada, do you want to talk about what your experience was like? Yeah, I'd even like to add on to that, that you might have experienced lobbying in some form that's not to do with legislators. Whenever you advocate for yourself, I consider that lobbying, whether that's in a meeting with a professor or with your parents, guardians, really anyone um, that you're trying to convince to do something that's lobbying. We just make it a little bit more simple and streamlined by giving you all of like the facts and figures behind past legislation um, on issues that you care about. And so we try to make it as like as easy as a process as possible for you, provide you with a bunch of backbone. But what we're really looking for with students and with our, when, when, what I saw when I went to lobby day is what your personal experience is with the issue that our state is facing or college students in general are facing. And that's really way more valuable than like the background information we can give you because the legislator generally will know that. It's just trying to find compelling stories to make these stories and issues 
more personal so that they they care about them just as much as you. So for instance, um, when I was lobbying, one of my roommates was not qualifying for financial aid under past legislation we've had in Washington, but with the passage of the state need grant, she's getting more funding this year. And so she hasn't had to take on a second job, which is really great for, you know, being able to get her degree faster because she's a first generation student and really needed, it takes her longer to finish her coursework. And so that really helped her. And it was a great way for me to express like my personal experience with living with someone who had to take on multiple jobs because they just didn't have the financial support that a lot of other students do. So that's, that, that is my experience. I've been to two lobby days, just like Natalie. We've been to the same ones. We've never met each other at them though, which is funny, but I have got to know like my group. Um, usually they set you up with your home legislative district. I'm from Woodby Island, Washington. So I have a lot of Republican um, representatives. So that's always fun to try to convince them of stuff. But being with a bunch of other students from that area, I think really helps out, makes you like grow these connections. And I've since met with those legislators when, or I can recognize them in the grocery store where I live. And I think that really like humanizes them for me. And if I ever have a problem in the future, I think I'll feel more comfortable reaching out to them with it. And that experience I passed on to my parents. And so for instance, when we had a hard time with like my state residency, because I lived overseas for a long period of time and Western wasn't granting me in-state tuition, um, we felt more comfortable reaching out to um, our local legislator and getting that cleared up. So I think there's a multitude of benefits beyond just like learning how to lobby. That's a skill that you you can bring forward for the rest of your lives. And it really doesn't take up that much time, especially in the online environment. We're only going to really have a few meetings for you to go to, but the impact and training you'll get from it will last the rest of your life. So that's just my call out to do um, lobby day. We also have a lot of great other lobby days that we can talk about. I personally have not attended WILD, which is our Western Intersectional Lobby Day, but I've had a lot of friends who've done it. Um, it's another great opportunity to look specifically at issues that are really intersectional. It's put on by the ESC, the Ethnic Student Center, ESP, which is the Environmental Sustainability Programs, and the CERC, which is a long acronym. Um, Advocacy and Identity Resource Thank you. Too many acronyms. Jude is better at them than I. But really, that agenda is um, really interesting, and you should definitely check it out when it's released. Um, So check that out, too, if any of those things are interesting to you. There are going to be some things that are similar to the Western Lobby Day, but a lot of the issues will be more centered on the environment, on access to resources um, and identities, resources for identities specific. And I think the agenda for that is on the exec board or like the the draft agenda is on the executive board um, website as part of the AS website. So we can link that in the, the description of this podcast. You will enjoy it. And then to talk about local lobby day, I'm really excited this year in the online format is being put on by our local liaison, um, Natalie, who is a great human being. And I think it's going to be a fantastic experience. We're going to be basing that agenda specifically around local issues and what you all are interested in. So housing affordability, rights for homeless or houseless individuals, you know, food deserts, Anything that has been like a specific issue that students faced in the past, access to food. And I've been to that once um, in person. It'll be different in an online environment for sure. 
But it's also like, like I mentioned before, your local legislators are really the people that you're going to be interacting with in the future. And the people that I've met through that, I met the, the mayor and some of my local representatives. I ended up working for one of my local representatives. So that was a great thing to mention during a meeting that I volunteered time to meet her earlier on. Um, and I've also had like the mayor visit some of my classes before. So these people, you know, might seem like they're not super part of your community, but you'll probably end up seeing them a lot over time, especially if you ever go to any marches or anything in Bellingham. So I'd recommend also going to local lobby day as well. I'm going to pass it on to Jude and Natalie if you have any experiences with other lobby days that you want to talk about or just general lobby day. So one thing that we are working on this year that would be new is collaborating with some of the graduate and professional programs around Washington State to have a graduate lobby day. This came up because we recognize that Western being a largely undergraduate university doesn't have a big graduate population. We do have some awesome graduate students that are involved in the AS Senate and work in some of our offices and are super civically engaged as well. But we wanted to make sure to give them a space to really lobby on some of the unique uh, issues that affect graduate students in particular. So that could be a I know one issue is that they're working on getting a graduate student on the Washington Student Achievement Council, which is this council that has a ton of money and political capital when it comes to affecting higher education in Washington. So they want that student representation on the board. Some other issues that graduate students are working on are regarding tuition uh, because there isn't a limit on tuition as well as graduate stipend pays. So if those are issues that affect you, definitely keep an eye out and we're hoping to release like a joint event pretty soon. So I'm super excited for that. And then I also just want to talk a little bit about my experience with lobbying. I'm in this cool position called the AS Director of Legislative Affairs. And it basically means that I've been doing all of this lobbying activity since I'd say probably September or so, meeting with legislators, figuring out how it's going to work to testify in a committee, talking to different stakeholders on Western's campus about issues that are affecting them so that I can bring those stories to the legislature. And I'm really excited to share everything that I've learned to the students that are lobbying with us in January or in February for a while as well. So what is it going to look like this year? We've talked a little bit about how the virtual format is going to be different. The main thing that's going to stay the same is that the meetings are going to be 15 minutes long and you are going to have an attentive legislator or legislative assistant on the other side of your computer screen that's going to be listening to your issues and your stories. We're planning to, we're still figuring out how it's going to work, but uh, the way that we've been doing it that's been working awesome is having a prep meeting uh, with our group. It's usually, as Ada mentioned, you're going to have a group of like three to four students with you, and we'll just talk about, okay, what are the three or four agenda items that we really want to hit at this meeting? And we'll usually base those items based off of our own experiences or maybe what the legislator is interested in working on. So legislators sit on committees that deal with different topic areas. So there's like a higher education committee. There is a, there's like appropriations, which deals with budgets and, and often like taxes and stuff. There's all sorts of different committees with different topic areas. And so we're going to help you, we're going to walk you through that process of looking at the legislators that you're assigned to, looking at 
their history and their voting history, what committees they sit on and what issues that they have a lot of power on deciding whether or not they pass to the floor for a vote or even get signed in as bills or make it through the legislative process overall. And then the best way to go into those meetings is to have a leader that is ready to facilitate and is maybe okay with interrupting a legislator when they start rambling to you about their house because they're probably your neighbor and they're like, oh, and I have this dog that goes to the park nearby. They're always going to want to chat so much. Legislators love chatting. So it's always good to have a leader that's ready to interject and start the conversation and pass it on to the other group mates. And that always helps with keeping our meetings super organized and making sure that we're using our 15 minutes as efficiently as possible. So we're going to make sure that you're going into these meetings fully prepared with the talking points you need, with the research that you need. And I really look forward to seeing students get to shape legislation. Some of the like students have been some of the most powerful lobbying forces in Washington state, which is amazing. And a big part of that is because students are a real constituency that needs a lot of help. And it's a constituency that a lot of legislators, Democratic and Republican, can really sympathize with and understand and want to support. So the political capital that students have is insane. And some of the amazing things that students have accomplished in the past few years, um, most notably is the Washington College Grants, which is an entitlement program. And so this essentially guarantees for quite a few students funding um, that could fully cover their tuition or partially cover their tuition, depending on um, your family size and income. And that's that's huge because that took so many long hours of meeting with legislators. I know that students had to rush to the legislature at like three in the morning last year because a legislator tried to kill the bill um, or to kill getting more funding for the Washington College grant. So it's really the students that are pushing these through. Some other really cool successes that are really tangible on our campus as well is that students pushed for the undocumented student loan program. And we really have to thank the Western undocumented students that went to the legislature to testify and really got this pushed through because that's going to help so many students in the future. There's also another huge bill that students pushed for was comprehensive sex education in K through 12 schools um, that also covered consent. And if any of y'all in Washington remember on the ballot, um, that was actually referendum 90, which was deciding whether or not to maintain that law of creating uh, sex education from K through 12. So that was an incredible program that students really pushed for. Students also lobbied for the STEM building too that is opening up on Western's campus. So there is a ton of different ways that we can see the impact of student work and advocacy. And oh, actually my favorite is the student engagement hub that the OCE put on, or shall I say Natalie organized and absolutely killed it. Um, that was also a piece of legislation that passed last year that required all public college campuses to host a student engagement hub where 
folks could go and print out their ballots, register the same day, and really make sure that their voices are going to count. So that was another piece of legislation that was really awesome. Um, it actually flipped. The, the reason that one of the big pushes for that to be implemented was because a student engagement hub was started at Central Washington and actually flipped that area from a kind of like a red district to a purple blue district. And so that was just really representative that like a lot of college students just weren't having access to voting and a lot of civic engagement experiences. So it's been super cool to, you know, really look at the past work students have done. And I hope to inspire students this year to go and make those same wide sweeping changes. This year, we have a really comprehensive uh, lobbying agenda that we'll be using at Western Lobby Day. Um, it includes a ton of really great um, issue areas that were all identified by students on Western's campus. Um, so it's, this is built by students and will be lobbied for also by students. We're going to be lobbying on issues like meeting basic needs, um, student loan forgiveness and college affordability, supporting survivors of sexual assault and domestic violence, supporting undocumented students and DACA recipients, and a ton of other really great issues that really affect students on and off of our campus. Um, so there's something for everybody, and we really do make a huge difference by lobbying on these issues. Um, so we're really excited to get onto Zoom to meet with our legislators and talk to them about some of these issues that are really affecting students um, and have been exacerbated by COVID-19. So if you're at all worried or intimidated by lobbying, please be rest assured that you will have plenty of training and support to make this a really enjoyable experience for you and provide great experience for um, future communications that you'll have with legislators. I love what Ada said about making them like more personable. These are real human beings that are there making these major decisions for us. And it's great to become more comfortable with contacting them. I forgot to share my absolute favorite part of Lobby Day this year, which is that we get to do it in our pajamas, kind of. I'm going to let y'all in on a secret is that every time I meet with a legislator, I guarantee you I got my comfy, fuzzy PJ pants on and then like a nice blouse and my makeup kind of done on top. And that has been working splendidly for me. I cannot tell y'all how uncomfortable it was walking through the Capitol with my little heels and my tight slacks. So that's definitely been one of my favorite perks of contacting legislators in this day and age. They also sometimes have their cats or dogs just jump on them or they're like running around in the background. So I just want to let everyone know, no matter what your home situation is, if it is a little loud sometimes, if you have a cat that loves to sit on your keyboard, if you've got siblings that want to be running around in the back, that's okay. And that's a very normal part of our virtual environment at the legislature this year, which is pretty cool. It's also a little more humanizing to see a senator's cat just like snuggled up on their shoulder it's pretty cute so super excited for that as well if lobbying at all interests you 
Be sure to attend Western Lobby Day on Monday, January 18th. Um, you can find more info for this um, in our Instagram at ASWW underscore OCE. Um, if you want to keep up with what Jude is doing, lobbying at the legislature all session long, be sure to follow her on Twitter at ASWW Lobbyist for all the updates. Um, and be sure to stay tuned for more ways to be involved in lobbying the legislature, or testifying on any of the issues that we've identified. There's lots of ways for students to be involved, so be sure to stay tuned or reach out if you want to get plugged in. This is Jude. Natalie. Ada. On our executive order, stay tuned on Mondays. Every week we'll be releasing new episodes available on anywhere you would stream your podcasts.